hustlers that's getting money thinking fast and business who stayed up by playing smart and ducking bad decisions I wore hand-me-downs to class bitches laughed at niggas now I rock designer like I'm in the fashion business I met a plug when I was broke not to brag I did it I broke a nine off a half and got in traffic with it this for my day one fans niggas that been listening who know these rappers not better or as consistent and when they talk about the streets it ain't that specific so I'm a tad suspicious if it's fact efficient uh you ain't in the streets weighing slabs of fishes nigga you just another rapper trying to have an image but don't want the scabs and stitches shit that come with it and if you ask me this backwards nigga uh I seen too many real niggas fall to let you bitch niggas beat me but still I make this shit look easy bitches think I'm lit cause they see me but I was just in a trap with a flip phone stick and a TV calls from home saying are you going through the roof Welcome, 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 welcome to the Hood Loves Me podcast. I am your gracious host, Mitchell Brown. Thank you for joining us whenever you listen to this podcast. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate my listeners. Um, got a great show set up for y'all. Whole lot of stuff to talk about. NBA preseason, unseasonably warm weather. Climate change, shout out to that young girl Greta. They really they really doing that young girl Greta bad in public. They really doing her bad. And that's fucked up, man. That's fucked up. I mean, it took a lot of courage for that young girl to sit up in front of the United Nations and, you know, give her feedback on a topic that's, you know, kind of affects all of us. Um, briefly gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about the homie Malik Yoba and his beef with the root. And we're going to talk about um, transgender people really fucking up the grind. You really fucking up the grind. As well as this impeachment process and what the fuck it all means for everybody else. I don't know. And you don't know either. So don't front. But um, yeah, man, we got a great show. Strap in. Stay tuned. We be right with you. Take it easy. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the Hood Loves Me podcast. Got a great show. A whole lot of things lined up for y'all. Um, crazy week. I mean, not me personally. Sometimes I try to get up here and uh, talk about, um, you know, uh, a little personal anecdote. Um, but we're not doing that today. Honestly, I, I didn't really have anything too interesting happen to me this week. Um, or since the last time I spoke with you guys, I feel like I did though, but I can't think of anything. So it must not have been that important. Must not have been that popping. Um, if this is your first time listening to this, first time listening to the hood loves me podcast, please subscribe, rate, comment. We're on a bunch of different platforms, Google play, um, Apple podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, pocket casts all that good stuff um shout out anchor shout out uh shout out tricks and zeke got the live show in about two weeks man two weeks coming up we got the live show down in baltimore maryland um i believe martell is sponsoring that shout out martell cognac it's a good look by them um yeah man so so let's see let's see let's 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 um let's start easy Let's start easy and kind of work our way um, up, right? So easy. What was easy is uh, we're coming up on NBA season. Contrary, contrary to what it might sound like. Also, shout out to the listeners. Shout out to the listeners that pointed out the, 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 the crickets and the jungle sounds that they heard in the background, right? Um, it's been unseasonably warm. I don't know about anywhere else in the country or the world, but in New Jersey... It's been warm. And, um, you know, last week I uh, recorded with the windows open. You know, usually during like the summer months, I, I record, you know what I mean? I record, I'll have the, uh, the AC going. But like, yo, after summer, you can't really be turning on the AC. Even if it's fucking 80 degrees outside, 80, 85, 90 degrees out. It was 90 degrees this week in September. <clears throat> Like, not even, like, early September, like, on some Labor Day shit. Like, you know, as I record this right now, we're three days away from August. From August. I'm tripping. Three days away from October. It, it might as well be three days away from August. Might as well. Right? It's, it's crazy. So, people liked 
the quote-unquote jungle sounds. So, um, yeah, man, we got the jungle sounds going. We got the jungle sounds going because, uh, you know, like nature's still alive and shit. It ain't cold yet. So we're going to keep it going. Um, one of the ways that we can tell that it's starting to get cold, you know what I mean? Football season is is in full swing. Basketball season usually starts around like uh, Halloween weekend, right? But in the issues um, or or in the way of player safety, we start the season earlier. So we got media day, right? Today I, I uh, uh, seen the pictures with um, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Um, and I, yo, I was glad to see, uh, I was glad to see Kevin Durant, you know, without a walking boot on or, you know, like, like anything like that. I was glad to see that, you know, I was glad to see, um, him walking around. He seems like he's in good spirits, you know, probably has a, a, a bit of a rehab process. Um, but you know, it'll be exciting to see, I mean, not this year cause they're talking about him not playing this year. Um, it'll be exciting to see Kevin Durant next year. You know, for the 2020-2021 Nets. Excuse me. I don't believe he's wearing number 35 anymore. Um, I believe he's wearing number 7. Might have to... Uh, might have to uh, grab me a uh, Kevin Durant jersey. The number 7 jersey from the Brooklyn Nets. You guys know how I feel about number 7. Um, but yeah, it seems like Durant's going to miss this season. And, dude, you want to feel old? We're coming up on Kyrie Irving's ninth season in the NBA. Right? So, Durant's going to miss this season his 12th. Crazy. And next season will be his 13th. Right? Um, So, you know, I'm hoping for a speedy recovery. I hope that we can get the Kevin Durant that, you know, we know and love. Right? I mean, I mean, um... Usually, you know, as players age, um, as they recover from the types of injuries that Kevin Durant is recovering from, guys lose their athleticism and um, rely more on the skill part of their game. Kevin Durant was already a very skillful player as it was, but what kind of stuck out about Kevin Durant was the fact that he was as big as he was, as 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 tall with the finesse and 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 um you know the tight motions and the tight handles and the explosive plays as well it'll be it'll be very you know interesting to see how he can come back off of this injury you know what i mean um there were there were some comments that some would consider controversial about Kyrie Irving uh um talking about um uh, talking about um, the Golden State Warriors and how they handled Durant and you know all of that good stuff. I'm not here to speculate on on, on that. Um, you hear me typing on the computer? I hope. Uh, hold on one sec, because I'm searching for the quote. Um, bear with me. Tripping. Should have already had it up. Ah, fuck it. I can't find it. Um, now nah, whatever. But, uh, you know, we're exciting. We're excited to see Houston, what Houston's going to look like with Durant and Harden. I mean, excuse me, um, with Westbrook and Harden. Uh, the Clippers, they, they own like the Los Angeles Clippers Twitter account. They put out a, a lineup, and if they put that lineup out um, against the Lakers, uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis are going to go nuts. I, I still contest that LeBron and Anthony Davis um, have the best duo. Um, but you know we'll 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 see. <laughs> we'll see. Of course, you know health health matters. Um, but we shall see. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, we got J Lo, J Lo and Shakira are performing in the Super Bowl. Listen, I mean, shout out to J-Lo and, and Shakira. Um, I don't know if you guys seen that Hustlers movie, because I didn't. Uh, but I hear it's good. I hear it, it's, it's you know, a good movie. Um, I hear that, you know, people are saying that Jennifer Lopez might win an Academy Award for this this movie. She's playing a, a, a stripper. 
we can still call strippers strippers, right? She's playing a stripper. And um, from what I understand, there isn't much nudity. And uh, quite frankly, I'm not interested in seeing a movie about strippers where um, they ain't busting it open. Somebody got to bust it open. Maybe that's the inner chauvinist in me, but, you know, don't tease me with a good time if you ain't going to bust it open. I, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Cardi B. I, I, I hear this is Cardi B's uh, uh, film debut, right? Unless she's playing herself. Is she playing herself? Or she, even if she is playing herself, I mean, that, that's still acting, right? Um, yeah, you know? Uh, what else we got? Um, Power. Yo, last episode of Power. This is this is like people keep saying like oh if this happens I'm not gonna watch Power yo Power c- congratulations to Courtney Kemp congratulations to Fitney that uh, Fitney Fifty Cent <laughs> Fitney that's that should be his new name Fitney no 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 he'll probably charge me for that I'll be on this fucking Instagram saying I want money um but they've managed to because we're so involved in this show, even though it's not good anymore. It's not good. I mean, it's so, it's bad, but, but you know, Proctor died, R.P. R. R. Proctor, R.P. Turtle, oh, if we were only so lucky to have an attorney like you, a ride-or-die attorney like you, um, and we're going to talk about some, 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 some legal shit later. This should be the legal episode, but, um, I hope that Ghost's penthouse isn't like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they could never film another scene in that penthouse anymore, right? Because how, how are they going to have it fixed that soon? I mean, I mean, if he if he gets it fixed that soon, I really need to see, you know, like, those are, he must have hired some amazing fucking Guatemalans to get the job done that, that quickly. I mean, I, I, you know what I'm saying? It's considering, right? All of the you got Tommy running around or automatic weapons shooting up a motherfucking pet house and they they had no cameras. Yo, Tommy gotta be the best slash worst criminal ever. He used to drive every crime he committed, he drove around in this sixty eight Royal Blue Mustang. Can't be too many of those. Um and, and you know, I mean I mean just so brazen. So brazen. Thomas Egan is. Right? Oh so brazen. Um. Yeah, so shout out to all of the good lawyers. Shout out to all of the good agents. I hear that Lala um will will have a um, an acting gig on The Shy this upcoming season, and um, I think it's safe to say that Lala isn't the best actress. We should have a contest. We should we should vote. You know what? Maybe we'll save this for the live episode, but we'll we'll have a vote to see uh, who's a better actress, Lala or Beyonce. And um, I'm going to move on to something else before the hive comes to get me. But um, we got to... Where, where, where am I, I going to start? Where, oh, you know what? Music. I'll, I'll, I will go to music. Because we got some serious shit later on. And I don't want to rush. You know, I don't want to rush into it. You know what I mean? Um... But we got some music. This was a good Friday for music. No pun. Um, I haven't I haven't had a chance to listen to all of the albums. Uh, but Eric Bellinger dropped an album. He makes decent music. Uh, Young M.A. dropped her album. Her Story in the Making. Um, the Baby dropped the album. Word on the Campfire was Kanye was supposed to drop an album. But, you know, nobody believes Kanye was. Right? No, no, I mean, I mean, we don't really believe Kanye West and the things that Kanye West says. Do, do we? We don't. We don't really believe. I don't really believe Kanye. And quite frankly, I'm not. I don't give a fuck about this, you know, quasi gospel album that Kanye's putting out. Um, I'm not really interested in hearing it. You know, whatever. However, they spend so anxious to not be a song about fornication. I'm not. You know, what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not. Nah. But um, I haven't had a chance to listen to the baby. Briefly listened to um, a little bit of uh, Young and May's album, and quite frankly, with the mood that I've been in, um, 
it's been hard for me to come off of anything Griselda. Um, I still play that Sky Zoo and Pete Rock heavy. Um, I still play that Freddie Gibbs heavy. I've just been in a real aggressive mood. Um, it's 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 you know it's tough for me to to it's tough for me to listen to shit that I have no interest in listening to. You know what I mean? Um, but. I will, I will, I will check out the baby's album. Um, I'm a fan of of the baby. Well, not so much his his music, but you know, I appreciate a dude that appears to, you know, wants to have a good time. And if you step to him the wrong way, it'll beat your ass in the Louis Vuitton store. I'm here for that type of aesthetic. You know, those, those that's relevant to my interests. I'm here for that. Um. So I'll, you know. Check it out. Seem like he got some good features. He got my nigga Gucci on there. I fucks with Gucci heavy. Um, what else? What else, man? We're like fucking fourteen minutes in, and I don't know if I, I don't know if I should start talking about the good shit so soon, so early, right? Um, because I feel like I'm missing something that was important. I feel like I am, but I can't think of what it was. And fuck it, it doesn't matter. So. You guys may have seen um, this Malik Yoba thing. Ah, they made Eddie Murphy apologize, and I don't know if they made Eddie Murphy apologize. I don't know if his publicist asked him to apologize, but Eddie Murphy's apologizing for um, some jokes that he made um, shit thirty years ago, and, and like thirty plus, yeah, because thirty years ago was eighty nine. Shit, um, but like you know the 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 jokes on Raw and um, jokes from the Delirious and <laughs> is that really necessary? I mean, what's so intriguing? Right, because because Delirious and I believe Raw, they're both on Netflix, so you can check them out. If you, you know, if you're one of the the, the younger listeners of this podcast and you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, hop on Netflix and run a search for Eddie Murphy and Delirious and Raw, and his two stand ups will come up. Um, so yeah, I know with Raw, the first nine minutes <clears throat> are you know, by today's standards, toxic, right? And I think it illustrates how evolved we are as a society currently um, or how far we've come as a society, whether or not you deem that we today are evolved or not, that's a matter of opinion. But, you know, we've definitely come a long way considering that the first, like I said, the first nine minutes are, you know, fag this, fag this, fag at this, fag at this, fag, 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 Right. Um, and the audience is, everybody's laughing. And I'm sure there were gay people in the crowd, though, right? Gay people everywhere. Um, but it was, you know, all perceived as, as a joke. Maybe these people were uncomfortable with said jokes and laughed through the pain. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but we didn't, we didn't consider those jokes to be offensive. Right. Well, at least, and I mean, even when I watch old stand-ups today, or you know, listen to older music today, and and it has those words, it has those slurs in the content. I don't view it as offensive. Granted, I'm not somebody that, you know, I don't take offense to those slurs. Those slurs aren't affecting me. I'm a heterosexual guy cis i'm a cis male new terms that i that we have to learn new terms i'm a cisgendered man so you know when you use that word it's it's not really um perceived as a slight to my sexuality as much as it's a slight to my masculinity but 
we didn't consider Eddie's jokes to be offensive, profane, right? He got a lot of heat back then for the vulgarity of, of his comedy, but not for the, um, not because the jokes were distasteful. And if they were considered uh, distasteful, it was because of how vulgar Eddie Murphy's comedy was. Um, but listen, we don't need to be pulling up shit from, I mean, I mean, yo, it's bad enough that, that, you know, we got to talk about pulling up shit from eight, nine, 10 years ago, tweet wise. We don't need people to apologize for work that they've done unless the entire production is going to apologize for it. Is the current owner of the film studio that funded Eddie Murphy's Raw, Eddie Murphy's, you know, Delirious, is he or she going to apologize for what the president of the studio chose to do 30 years ago? No. They are not. Right? And I guess as Eddie tries to, you know, make his way back into stand-up comedy, that, that you know what I'm saying, he might be trying to uh, be, be preventative. You know what I'm saying? But come on, man. 30 years ago? Like, has Eminem ever apologized? Or, like, does he still poke the bear, right? Or, like, do we just not give a fuck about Eminem? I don't know. If, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I don't give a fuck about Eminem. I was to listen to his music, but I don't give a fuck about Eminem. But I say all of that because it brings me to the story about um, the uh, Iowa, what is, uh, the Des Moines Register. All right, so you guys may have heard about this, okay? Um... A guy, Carson King, um, was on college game day. And, you know, if you're not familiar, ESPN, on Saturday mornings, um, there's a show, college game day. They travel to a certain school. If there's a big game going, they do a little pregame show. I guess there was a guy, Carson King, had a, had a, um, a sign for Bush Beer. And um, he'll be donating... Um, all but enough. Well, he'll, you know, make a huge donation to the Iowa Children's Hospital, right? Um, the Iowa Hawkeyes college football team, their their stadium is right next to uh, the Children's Hospital. It's kind of like a neat story where, you know, some of the patients in said hospital can watch the game. They get, a, you know, like a free seat. I mean, it, it really ain't free. You paying for it with your health, motherfucker. Um, and if you guys have any medical bills, you know, ain't nothing about no medical bill free regardless of, of your age. Now, did this guy, Carson King... Uh, from what I understand, um, the reporter that was doing the story about Carson King, Carson King has some tweets. A 16-year-old Carson King, and I believe Carson King is in his 20s now. A 16-year-old Carson King has uh, some tweets that weren't, you know, he has some nigga tweets. You know what I'm saying? Which I mean, you know, you can you can feel however you feel about the, uh, about that. I don't know exactly. You know what I'm saying? What Carson King? I, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how he feels or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. But Carson King, um, an Iowa State fan, raised more than a million dollars, and this is off of uh, whatever WSWIST. I don't know. I don't know who gives a shit. Um, but he raised a million dollars for the Children's Hospital for sign, asking for beer money, and the writer of the article the guy that pointed the, the guy that dug carson king's tweets pause let me read carson king's quote he says uh i'm embarrassed and stunned to reflect on what i thought was funny when i was a 16 year old kid and i want to sincerely apologize i do not want what i did i, I do not want what i did when i was 16 to take away from the fact that we're over $1.14 million for the Children's Hospital. I'm worried about it. I really hope people can focus on the positivity that all this has brought. Obviously, I made mistakes in my past. Everyone has. That last, se that last sentence, the everyone has, right? Those last two sentences, obviously, I've made mistakes in my past, period. Everyone has, period. A end quote. Correct. Correct, sir. Everyone has made mistakes. Some of us are lucky to be able to walk away from said mistakes. Some of us, however, we have to live with 
said mistakes, right? So Carson King is fortunate enough to walk away from those mistakes. Um, if he would have deleted those tweets, and I'm not sure what Carson King does for a living. I don't know, right? But um, the writer, I believe the writer's name is, uh, what's the writer's name? Let me find the writer's name. Aaron Calvin. Aaron Calvin dug up this guy's tweets, you know, and I mean, I mean, it it, it was kind of a dick move, right? It it was it was kind of a dick move. Now Aaron Calvin, when Aaron Calvin works with shorter, uh, there we go, works in their life, blah 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 blah. Um, and and I mean, the guy that kind of brought this to our attention is you know somebody else that may or may not be remorseful about some of the decisions that he chooses to make currently. Um, I'm not going to say his name, but if you dig hard enough, you can find it. Mainly because I don't want to give shine to people like that on my shit. Um, I'm not a fan of his work, but I, you know what I'm saying? But, um, so Aaron Calvin, let's, let, let's see. Aaron Calvin retweeted, um, a, a, a tweet saying too many of these niggas bitch made nowadays don't part my french right uh that was that was that was one tweet now mind you eric the, these tweets from aaron calvin like the, the tweet were too many of these niggas bitch made nowadays that's that's from june 6th 2011 okay another tweet from february 28th 2012 now that gay marriage is legal i'm totally gonna marry a horse okay um, hold up. There's, 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 there are some other ones. There's some other ones that were, you know, I mean, I mean, that, that, you know, got this guy fired. Got this guy fired, right? Um, on September, mm, oh, oh, all right. Well, baby, I mean, eh, I, I guess if you're a, like a publication, you might want to fire this guy. But on September 25th, 2019, really? That was uh not too long ago. Um the 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 root, we're gonna talk about the root later. The root <laughs> tweeted out an article. <laughs> the root tweeted out an article. Uh rapid designer was arrested in NYC on drugs and weapon charges. Aaron Calvin on <laughs> September twenty-fifth. <laughs> that was Wednesday. <laughs> tweeted out, fuck the NYPD. <laughs> NYPD, dude. Oh my god, I love it. I fucking love it. <laughs> That's I didn't I didn't know that that one. Here I am saying right like like you know June 6, twenty eleven, Fe February twenty whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know apparently Aaron Aaron Calvin must have been a big NWA fan growing up because uh, on June twenty second. 2013, Aaron Calvin tweeted, fuck all cops. That was it. On December 13th, 2011, Aaron Calvin tweeted, who isn't verbally abusive to their girlfriends? Gotta keep in line, yo. Am I right, ladies? Now, listen. <laughs> April 29th, 2013, I want to grow up and read sex scenes to high schoolers like at R. Gay. I don't know who R. Gay is or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um... Now listen, some of these tweets obviously to me seem like, you know, poor excuses for jokes. Right? Maybe they were funny in 2011, maybe they were funny in 2013. Um the the obviously I thought that the one from Wednesday was funny as hell. Um because <laughs> because like cuz they fired this nigga Aaron, Aaron Calvin got fired from the Des Moines Register. And and boy, when keeping it real goes wrong, right? And like, that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. That's where we are. We have this very loud, very small minority. And because these people are very loud, because sometimes their messaging might be derived from... Um, Genuine places. We 
succumb to their wishes. It's like for the parents, and I don't have any children, right? That was me knocking on wood. Contra, you know, much to the chagrin of my mom, I do not have any children. Um, so when parents, they might tell their kids, you know, don't curse, don't do this, don't do that, whatever. And then like, you know, you know, dad might let out a fuck motherfucker, piece of shit, fucking cocksucker, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Mom might, you know, all that bitch motherfucker, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? And the kid be like, oh, no, we couldn't curse. That, this is kind of what it's like. Right, we're in like the gotcha era. And listen, if you're what Aaron Calvin did wrong, I'm not sure if Aaron Calvin was an employee for the Des Moines Register in 2011, in 20 whatever, when he made those tweets. I'm not. I'm. I'm not sure if he was. Um. But when he got hired. Once his account became verified, you got to start fresh, right? If you're a high school athlete and you sign to a Division One school, when you get on campus, you got to start fresh. If you're a collegiate athlete and you're getting ready to embark on your professional journey as a pro athlete, you got to start fresh. Delete it. Wipe it clean and start over. Okay? I, and, and I mean, you know, this is, I have not followed my own advice because, you know, my account ain't verified. I mean, I'm a regular guy. I'm sure if you dig up some of my tweets, I've, I've been on Twitter. I think I've been on Twitter since, shit, where's my phone? I've been on Twitter. Um, Hold up one second. Let me, uh. I'll, I'll fucking tell you exactly. And you know what? If you're not following me on, on, on Twitter or if you know you want to be a bitch about it and dig up some old tweets, have at it. At underscore, no, excuse me, at Mitchell Brown, underscore after the Brown. Let's see. I've been on Twitter since two, two, 2009. God damn. 10 years I've been on Twitter. Shit. Uh, but you know, I don't tweet a lot. You know what I'm saying? There used to be a way where they had how many tweets. I think I'm at like 11,000 tweets. 11,000 tweets in 10 years. I'm sure I got some shit in, 29, in, in uh, 2009, 2010, 2011, maybe 2012. That ain't really too accepting. Sure I do. Whatever. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? I also don't have a job that, that you know, that the public really gives a fuck about. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You can choose to do business with me or not to do business with me based off of my tweets, but that's okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. But, but, um, certain, I mean, I mean, this shit's out of hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, this shit's out of hand. Right? Like, it is funny, however, that homie got fired by digging up somebody else's demons. Like, that's funny. And, I don't feel bad for Aaron Calvin. I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't feel bad. I mean, my nigga, you be I, you tough. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't feel bad for Aaron Calvin because what the fuck you doing that for? You, you, you thought you were slick digging up some shit, but you out. But on Wednesday, you out here talking about fuck the NYPD. <laughs> <laughs> on Wednesday, you was doing that, son. Like, yo, I think that I think that that's I think that that's I think that that's funny. I think that that's funny. But um, yeah, man, we got to be careful. We got to be careful about the things we do. We got to be careful um about the things we say, um, because the internet's forever, right? And I mean, like, even if you delete the tweet, like, the shit's still on the Twitter server. And if they fucking felt like digging that shit back up, they dig that shit back up. Listen, we're fucked, ladies and gentlemen. We are fucked. What I mean by that is, um, what I mean by that is, we don't control any of our shit anymore, right? They give us these updates, and on these updates, it's the terms and conditions, and it's 60 pages of 
mumbo-jumbo, spooky bullshit language. We don't read it. We click accept and move the fuck on. Because we want to tweet. We want to get, you know what I'm saying, this Instagram post out. You know what I mean? We want to check out some chick's OnlyFans account. We want to do some shit on the internet that, you know, we want to do. Not realizing the fact that we just signed away control. We just we just gave away control. Like that Equifax shit. Equifax, you know, lost all our shit, much like DoorDash. You guys seen that? DoorDash lost all their shit. And um, I wish this was a platform. Ah, never mind. Like, I, well, I just wish this was the platform for me to market some of my professional services because we, hi, Rachel. Um, but we need to be careful with what we do, what we post on social media, um, what the statute of limitations are. And that leads me to the next thing that I'm going to talk about, which is this Malik Yoba thing, where Malik Yoba, um, a few weeks ago, he was on a breakfast club with a couple of other individuals, and they were talking about um, the transphobia amongst the black community. And I, I, you know, this is something that I, this is something that I mean, in, in plain English, it pisses me off. It pisses me off because we don't. We don't see anybody talking about the transphobia in other communities. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, A, a like there's a black community. If we're being real. Like, there's a black community. There's not a black community. And what I mean by there's not a black community is um, there isn't a centralized area where, you know, there's black businesses, there's black homeowners, there's black shit exclusively for black people. Right. For example, you go to Lakewood, New Jersey, you're going to know who lives in Lakewood, New Jersey. You're going to know really fucking quick who lives in Lakewood, New Jersey. All right. So I'm going to say if you go to French Street in New Brunswick, you gonna know who's what kind of neighborhood you're in. Right. You go to, you know, any city that has a Chinatown, a Koreatown. You know what I'm saying? Fucking little Havana. Little hate. You you know. You know. Where you are. Based off of the businesses in that community. What that community looks like. The artwork in said community. You know what I'm saying? So boom. We never hear about transphobia, homophobia in white communities. Transphobia, homophobia in Hispanic communities. Transphobia, homophobia in whatever communities. Even though, like, you know what I'm saying, a lot of the quote-unquote black Americans that we have in our society today come from places where, you know, they still kill people for being gay. And they celebrate it in their songs. Right? A lot of, I mean, I mean, you go to certain Caribbean islands, you can't watch a gay movie. Like, that shit is outlawed. Right? You go to certain countries in Africa, that shit's outlawed. Yo, that ain't got shit to do with... Us, and by us, I'm talking about black people in America, like black Americans. I think I should do with us. We, black Americans have accepted people from alternative cultures forever because we were just looking for allies because we was getting our ass whipped. And we was like, yo, listen, we need help. Hey, you want to help us? No, don't doubt. What do you, I don't give a fuck who you have sex with. I don't give a fuck if you want to wear a dress, dude. We need your help because we getting our fucking ass whooped by white supremacy. So if you down to help us, if you down to be an ally, my nigga, bring your dress and bring your fucking friend and whatever. We cool. That's always been like how shit was for us. If you talk to, you know, a black person from America, we can tell you stories about, you know, childhood friends that we have or people that we played with when we were children that we knew the motherfuckers was gay when we were seven years old. I don't give a fuck. Yo, like, yo, nah, son, that's so-and-so. He mad cool. He got Super Mario 3 and shit. We got his house playing Super Mario 3 and all that. He was the first nigga on, on, on the block with Duck Hunt. I don't give a fuck. We don't care. And by we, I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? So all of this, like, homophobia, all of this transphobia and shit that y'all try to throw on black people, that ain't really, that's niggas that, that, that are quick to tell you, oh, nah, I ain't black, I'm Dominican. Oh, nah, I ain't black, son, I'm Jamaican. Like, nigga, I'm, like, nigga, I'm nah, my mom's from Jamaica. 
you know what I'm saying? I'm from fucking Barbados. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm from Sierra Leone. You feel what I'm saying? And those places, listen, you want to talk to the people there at those places? Yeah, they, they, may, they may not fuck with that shit. They may not fuck with that shit. And, you know, I, you got to talk to somebody that's from there. But, um, and, and I'm not going to play the Malik Yoba clip either. So, like, the, the, the root drags out this dude. And I don't remember this dude's name. And I'm not going to look it up. Because I don't fuck with the root. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um. Excuse me. The dude that's interviewing Malik Yoba has come out and say that, um, you know, he enjoys sex with transgender women, people, um, which. OK, you know what I'm saying? All right. You know, I, I, yeah. Tangent alert. Why the fuck does that? Why do we have to talk about that? Like, why do we like. Listen, I hope we don't ever get to a point where, like, men have to come out and say, hey, like, I actively have sex with women. Or, you know, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, hopefully we get past the point where people got to come out the closet. Where we got to talk about, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 because. And, and yes, I know Kevin Hart got in some trouble about that saying, so you're gay, who cares? But if you genuinely don't care. Like I genuinely do not care about what an, who another man chooses to have. What, another person, even if it's a woman, even if it's a woman that I'm interested in, if you know, because there have been women that I have been, you know, like damn, surely kind of, oh I, oh, a word, oh she gay, like for real gay, oh fuck, damn, all right, well fuck it, move on, you know what I'm saying? It's not a big, it, it shouldn't be a big deal. And if it is still a big deal to you as a um, cisgendered man, heterosexual person, you know, if if you care, like, oh, you know, I used to listen to so-and-so's music, but I found out that he was gay, so I can't listen to it. Like, nigga, you're a fucking idiot. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're a fucking moron. Right? But... Homie asked Malik Yoba about some of um, his past sexual encounters with transgender individuals. And Malik Yoba got very upset. Um, and, and you know, to me, I, personally, I feel like Malik Yoba got very upset because it's believed that a lot of these transgender women are underage. And, you know, we live in a time now where, I mean... That sh- it, it, it's something that should have always been frowned upon, but we live in a time now where we're actually trying to do something about it. Um, so, you know, just the concept of <clears throat> this man, this adult man, you know, having sex with underage people, regardless of their s- sexuality or gender or whatever, um, that's a fucking no. And you should be 86 if you're an adult who willingly um has sex with underage people you should be 86 hard right and and you know um we're look you know we're like looking forward to the r kelly shit where r kelly's gonna go to court and he's gonna have his trial and all of that and and i, I stopped fucking with r kelly in 2002 because i seen that sex tape and i was like damn that girl don't look like she's a grown woman and he looks like a grown man and like that that was all I needed. You know what I'm saying? People are slow. That nigga made a lot of poor choices. That nigga was wilding. And he gonna have to pay for whatever he did. And fuck it, my man, you earned it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like sex with children is something that we should one hundred percent be against as a society. Fuck all that pedophilia as a sexual preference bullshit. Um now Because we're not that far removed from third world savagery, a lot of young people that make choices to live their life the way they want to live their life, um, they're forced into a hard existence because their family might disown them, 
um, their, you know, whatever might disown them. You know what I mean? So, you know, maybe some of these people um, are forced into sex work because they have to grow up sooner than a lot of other than than a lot of other people had to grow up. Maybe that's the case, but that's still no justification behind it, in my opinion. Um, but again, I'm also somebody that you know I'm. I don't I I don't wish to have sex with transgender people. So that's so when Malik Yoba was, you know what I mean? We talked four hours on how to handle it. We talked four hours on how to handle it. Four hours. Like I was like, uh, I get it. You're trying to end the interview short because you were wilding and homies pointing out that you were wilding and boom, this is where we are. Now, this shit gets a bad name because what it seems like people from this community are doing is they're fighting for normalcy, whatever normalcy is. And there's nothing normal about where we are. And that brings me to um, uh, a, a person by the name of Jake, Jacob Neves. And Jacob Neves, um, not sure if that's this person's name today, but watch the spin. All right. So uh, Dakota Neves. Okay. So Jacob Neves. Or rather, uh, a a transgender woman born Jacob Neves was arrested for sexually exploiting, and and this person is is believed to be a trans activist. This Dakota person, um, uh, and, uh I, I lost my place. Here we go. Okay, um, a transgender woman born Jacob Neves was arrested for sexually exploiting a four year old girl. Neves was caught when he. This is the article, not my words. When he purportedly sent pedophilic message, um, pedophilic images to an undercover federal agent on a messaging platform called Kick. Unsurprisingly, most mainstream media has failed to pick up the story. Blah 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 blah. That tells me well, what, what type of site that this is. I'm not going to quote you guys. Um, tells me about Dakota, whatever the case. During the same period, Neves was sending child pornography to an undercover agent who was also posting public images in support of transgender bathroom bill, needs to Facebook, the Saturn third, blah, 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 blah. So, um, this person, this Jacob slash Dakota Neves person, is fucking up the grind for the community that they claim to be advocating for um, because it's alleged that this person was raping children I mean that this woman right because we because transgender women are women so it's alleged that this woman was raping children with her penis yeah yeah I that's that's the story that this Dakota Neves woman right because I'm a I'm a bigot. I'm an asshole, correct? If I don't call this transgender woman a woman, even though this woman has a penis that this woman rapes children with, allegedly. <sighs> yo, this ain't my department, yo. This ain't my department. But, you know what I'm saying? Listen, shit like this is fodder for the people that don't accept the lifestyle. That these people wish to have. And that's fucked up. Because it shouldn't have to be like that. I mean, again, we should not be out here fucking touching children, man. Leave the fucking babies alone. Right? Leave the babies alone. They be out there minding their business. And, you know, we should let them mind their business and do whatever that they want to do. Independent of having to worry about motherfuckers putting their dick in them. Um, Speaking of motherfuckers uh, out here putting a dick and shit that where it ain't supposed to be, Amber Geiger. Amber Geiger. If you aren't familiar with who Amber Amber Geiger is, Amber Geiger um, is the Dallas police officer 
that broke into that nigga's apartment, both in Gene, and killed him, shot him dead. So Amber Geiger, and you can tell that she don't have Proctor on the, uh, and I, I just tried to uh, look at something on my phone. You guys heard that feedback and the shit? I, I heard it. But um, Amber Geiger took the stand, and boy, her lawyer should not have let her take the stand. Um, listen, I'm not going to go in depth. I'm not going to be too technical about any of this. We know what it is, yo. We know what it is. You feel me? Her testimony is talking about, well, she was saying how um, she mistook her apartment for her own. Let me tell you. You know three steps into the wrong apartment whether or not it's yours or not. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you should know as soon as you open the door. She said that the door was 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 ajar and people that live in that building said that that is impossible. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt and say that the door was ajar. You take two steps into the wrong apartment, yo, you know, like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know. You know. So she's saying that homie approached her like in, in an aggressive fashion. Rightfully so, bitch. You, you're you a stranger breaking in. I don't know who the fuck you are. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and now she's saying that she identified herself as a police officer. Bitch, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, bitch. There's a fucking amendment in the Bill of Rights stating that Officers of the state are not allowed to enter your domicile without proper authority from a judge and or magistrate. Give a fuck, bitch. If some fucking swinging dick cop walked into my fucking house right now, yo, my man, you gotta get the fuck out. Unless you got adequate paperwork stating that you should be here to carry out whatever official business you need to take care of. Right? So her excuse saying that she mistook his apartment for hers. Eh. Alright. All I'm saying is, listen, if both them Gene, God rest the dead, mistook somebody's apartment for his own, and when confronted by the, the tenant of that apartment, pulls out his pistol. Because from what I understand, in Texas, everybody's strapped, pulls out his gun, and start shooting. Both them jeans gonna be in motherfucking prison, dog. Ain't gonna be. We ain't gonna. They ain't gonna be no no uh, uh uh New York Times articles and like ABC. Ain't gonna be no NPR articles about both them jeans. Uh uh pot. You know what I'm saying? Ain't, ain't gonna be none of that. None of that. It'll be like yo violent black criminal. Breaking and enter on a robbing spree. This nigga must have been on PCP. Sentenced to 59 years solitary confinement. Up for parole in 58. Ain't gonna be... Nigga, let a, let a black dude break into some white bitch house shooting it and kill her. Cop or no cop. That cop in Minnesota. The, the, the Somali cop that shot that white woman. That nigga in prison, ain't he? Listen, I don't think anything's going to happen to this Amber Geiger woman. I don't think anything's going to happen to her. Because black people don't receive justice in the United States. Sorry to say that. Black people do not receive justice in these United States, especially black men. Do not receive justice in these United States. And w listen, we're talking about a white police officer that felt threatened for her life, allegedly. And she's a woman? Shot this 24-year-old dude. Excuse me, 26-year-old dude. Dead. In his apartment. Where the nigga's supposed to be, quite frankly. He in his apartment chilling, probably getting ready for work the next day, whatever he was doing. Somebody walk in. You feel me? Now, I think that, the, I think that they was fucking... I think that Amber is a hooah, quite frankly. I think that she's a little sleut. 
and you know she got a little upset about uh uh, uh about fucking both them jean sharing that soul pole quite frankly that's this is my personal opinion i think that she's a salute because after she shot homie she ain't called 911 she called her partner who she was sneaky dicking with who was married right so you know this salute sneaky dicking called her partner y'all just killed this nigga y'all need help help me cover this shit up and then you know they just wasn't able to do that she should be in jail period but she won't be she won't be in jail right and um that leads me to my last story about jail about cover-ups you guys may have noticed or may have heard um but uh there there's um we are currently undergoing an impeachment process last week i talked about um rudy giuliani trump's lawyer not being able to, you know, loose links, loose, loose lips sink ships, not being able to keep his fucking mouth shut. And he's saying that, of course, we helped Ukraine. You know, blase, 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 blah. Um, so all week there have been impeachment proceedings and impeachment hearings, and they've been bringing up the, um, um, DNI secretary and all all of these all of these hearings, and it's been you know uh, however entertaining I guess and there's a lot of articles that we could read a lot of things that people can read but we don't read in America we don't read if we don't read and I saw a poll today where you know forty eight percent of the people want the president removed forty nine percent of the people won't don't according to this poll. And that's where we are, right? So, just because the president is impeached, right? Let me let me shed some light on what this process is like. Okay, so the impeachment process, um, well, impeachment is the process in which. A legislative body levels charges against a government official. Okay. For example, me, regular civilian, not a government official. If I go out there and I smack somebody in the face, I'm going to have charges. I'm going to be charged by the state of, say, the state of X versus Mitchell Brown. If I slap people in multiple states, and the United States government chooses to pick up these. It'll say the United States of America versus Mitchell. That that's that's what that'll be. So impeachment only occurs when it's a government official. Now, impeachment does not itself remove the official from said office. Impeachment is equivalent to an indictment in criminal law. Right? So all of this fluff. Is about deciding whether or not we can charge President Pussy Grabber with a crime. That's that's what all of this is about. So so like if so if and when we impeach the president, it ain't really gonna mean much if he is not removed from office. Some of us are old enough to remember when William Jefferson Clinton was impeached for getting a Hummer in the over office and he was not removed. All right. Now, never mind. We got, you know, the Russia tweet like, yo, nigga, I hope y'all put out the transcripts of our conversation. But all of this is, is because of a whistleblower and a whistleblower is a nice way of saying snitch. Right. If you remember, my definition of snitch last week, somebody that is involved in a criminal act or criminal, uh, criminal, what's the word, what's the word, enterprise. Someone involved in a criminal act, criminal enterprise that chooses to tell 
to protect his or her own ass. I don't know much about this whistleblower, but it's different because people that work for the federal government are looking out for the government as a whole, the entity of the United States government, not necessarily the person that is in charge of the government, in this case being President Pussygrove. Right? So this whistleblower felt, felt like he or she heard or became aware of some information that exhibited conduct unbecoming of the president of the United States, and they felt like doing something about it. And this is where we are. So all of this, ladies and gentlemen, all of this is about whether or not we can charge the president. That's what all of this is about. Whether or not we can charge the president. Okay? Now, what needs to happen is... The Senate, now the Senate is headed by a man named Mitch McConnell. And um, I used to work in the restaurant industry. I used to work in the hospitality field years ago. And like people would say like, oh, you look familiar. But, I, you know, I was like, oh, well, you know, maybe it's my face. All guys named Mitch are handsome. As a joke. You know, ha, ha, ha. That was, oh, yeah. And some of them would agree. Oh, yeah, you're right. My uncle's named Mitch and he's a good looking guy. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case, right? Because I'm a handsome nigga. Mitch McConnell, however, is the exception to the handsome guys named Mitchell rule. Mitch McConnell, for all intents and purposes, is not a good looking man. He looks like sheep shit in shallow water. Shout out to Paul Maloney. Mitch McConnell is not a good looking man. But Mitch McConnell, however, is the Senate Majority Leader. And Mitch McConnell ain't, ain't, ain't fucking moving Trump out of office. And, and, and yo, it, it's, this is the, it seems like a real tool up now because, you know, they're talking about how Trump reached out to Wayne LaPierre, the president of the NRA. About how we're gonna get about how we gonna get him out of this out of this jam, and if the NRA helps him get out of this jam, he's gonna make sure that you know there will be no um, anti-gun. I'm doing the air quotes with the anti-gun anti-gun legislation that's passed. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm confident that the United States Senate ain't removing this nigga from office. I'm confident that our elected officials are not going to pass any type of meaningful gun control laws anytime soon. And I'm confident that we're going to continue to attack 16-year-old Swedish girls or wherever wherever this young girl's from, Greta, whomever the fuck was her name. Because, you know, she's telling us, hey, you guys are kind of fucking up the environment with your uh, fossil fuels. And, um, you know, us people that have to live here for the next 70 years, we kind of wish you would stop. You old fuckers are only going to be here for another 5 to 10 but we're probably going to be here for another 60 or 70. Maybe I should chill. So, you know, we can breathe and drink water. You know what I'm saying? This is where we are. This is our society. And I don't know what to say. I, I don't. I don't know what to say. I know that anybody could be president because of the guy that we have in office now. So we'll follow this. We'll see where it goes. Um, but I don't have, I mean, I don't have, I don't have much. I mean, you know, every, every, everybody on one side is getting excited. Oh, we're going to impeach a president. Woo. We don't know what that means. Right. 
And I think we get so wrapped up in the ceremony because a lot of us live on social media and not in real like real life. We get wrapped up in the ceremony, the process of this impeachment, this, this ceremony. If he's impeached, it's like we won or they won. But you ain't win shit if the nigga's not removed. You know what I'm saying? Focus more on systems than like language. Like, you know, focus more on the systems in place that deny gay people and lesbian people and transgender people rights than focusing on making Eddie Murphy apologize for jokes, tasteful or distasteful as they may be. Focus on the systems in place that ruin people's lives, not the words. Right. I have no problem. Like there was some there was some crazy woman in California this past week standing outside of some store, jumping up and down, screaming, nigger, 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 nigger. I'm not worried about that bitch. I'm not worried about that bitch. She can't affect my life. I'm not going to give a fuck about some stupid ass white person calling me nigger. I don't give a fuck about that. What I do give a fuck about are the systems in place that um, determine where I can send my kids to school because of what they look like if I have children. The systems that are in place, the redlining principles that are in place, whereas though because I look a certain way or I check a certain box on a loan application, the bank's going to deny me a loan in said neighborhood. That's what we need to worry about. So we'll see what happens. And we'll follow the story. And hopefully we get some jokes out of it. And that's all I got. So, yeah, man. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast. We're checking in. We really, really, really appreciate y'all. Um, if you're not already a supporter in the notes page, wherever you link this, click that link where it says support. If you fuck with the pod, support it. If you want to make any recommendations on things that we could do to change, things that we could do to... Um, improve hit me up on twitter ig whatever that should be in the show notes also um and and if you're not a supporter i'm not gonna give a fuck about your suggestion so uh yeah i'll talk to y'all next week man y'all take it easy eat it